From the sports field to the shearing shed, it's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Time to head stateside to Washington, D.C. Catch up with our U.S. correspondent, Amy Thaler, who's uh, been away in another state this last week, sort of lecturing uh, Amy. Good morning. Good morning, BK. Yeah, I had a great week last week at a school district in Indiana, uh, West Lafayette. And yeah, it was so much fun to be amongst people. You know, I've been working out of my house for, I don't know, three years now. And I was among people and I'm an extrovert. (laughs) So it was absolutely fantastic. And I got to, you know, drive a go-kart. I think you saw the pictures on Facebook. It was Oh, I just had so much fun. Yeah, it was a great week. Fantastic. Well, you're all revitalized and raring to go. And I believe while you're away in this past week since we've spoken, you've learned something new about the, the future of radio. I'd like to hear it. Yeah, well, actually, it was because I was so exhausted from traveling. I um, stayed home Saturday night. Not unusual, actually. <laughs> um, and the weather was really crummy. And I was just so tired that I decided to pop up to the shops and pick up some dinner. And on my way back to the house, it's only like five or seven minutes away. I was listening to the broadcast of what turned out to be Will I Am's new show on Sirius XM called the FYI Show, which is an AI themed and the first ever to have, get this, an AI co-host. Um, FYI is a creative and communication app launched by Will I Am in t- um, 2023. <clears throat> now, the two will talk about music, pop culture, technology, and, of course, AI-related subjects. The former Black Eyed Peace leader's co-host is known as Cutie Pie. <laughs> That's spelled Q-D hyphen P-I, Cutie Pie. Okay. So when asked about what differentiates Cutie Pie from a traditional host, the response was, quote, my ability to quickly access and process information is definitely one of the unique advantages that I bring to the show. I could provide quick insights and contacts on a wide range of topics and people, which can be really valuable in a live conversation. I don't know, BK, all I can say is that I'm grateful you're an old school kind of guy because <laughs> she... Well, it sounded like she identified as a she, was remarkably good. No verbal missteps, no stumbling, a lovely accent, so clearly not American, right? Um, But I hope you will be sticking with this real-life American for a a little bit longer. It's a scary thought, really, seeing AI sort of brought into a situation like that in radio. I mean, it'll happen, I guess, one day. It will. And I'll tell you, when I first started listening to it, I did not realize it was AI. I mean, she... It sounded like a she. She was really uh, pretty good. All righty, let's get back into things. And I read a story the other day, and I think you can back it up to the cicadas are coming back big time this spring in in your neck of the woods or in the States. Oh, my gosh. It's Bugageddon coming for us. Um, Forget the springtime bird songs this year. The soundtrack of my summer is going to be just deafening chorus of billions of cicadas fresh out of... 13 or 17 year subterranean rave, really. Think of it as kind of a class reunion cranked up all the way, <laughs> amplified by little wings and spread out over six weeks. And that's the kind of party these bugs throw. Now, I know we talked about cicadas two years ago, but this year it involves two different broods uh, crashing backyards for what is known as a dual emergence. It's broods. Uh, 13 and 19. The first is Northern Illinois brood, and the second is the Southern. 
From late April to June, they'll be serenading or more accurately deafening parts of Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, and unfortunately for me, even Maryland with their uh, serenade. And I <laughs> use that term very lightly. These aren't your average port light, porch light cicadas. These are evolutionary equivalents to ninjas. They spend most of their lives underground before they erupt for a few weeks of mating mayhem. If you think about it, it's nature's ultimate kamikaze mission, right? <laughs> they sing loud, they reproduce like rabbits, and then they bugger off um, by July, leaving behind a blanket of crunchy exoskeletons. And now here's the science fiction-like twist. Aside from the waves of epic noise pollution that really rival a chainsaw, it turns out some of them have, well, magical sex lives, shall we say. Apparently, some get inf infected with a fungus that is related to magic ma mushrooms, which makes them so randy <laughs> that they they hump until their bits fall off. I mean, can you imagine? Whoa, <laughs> don't go but there. Remember? Yeah, I know, right? But remember, these guys are just doing their thing, perpetuating their bizarre lineage and keeping the, eco the ecosystem in check. Bonus is the veritable protein buffet they leave behind for copperheads and other predators, which, of course, NZ doesn't have. And it's all really just part of the food it's chain. It's part of nature. Actually, funny thing about uh, cicadas, because I read a story here the other day in New Zealand where it's been a very, very, very quiet cicada season we've hardly heard any so it's the opposite over here at the moment sure, rub it in. you can <laughs> you can stick them hey also i believe you've got a story about now tracing soya beans yeah so on to other food sources last week i was going to include it and then i was kind of running long um a company called adm shipped its first containers of traceable soybeans from the U.S. to Europe under a new program designed to comply with the EU's new deforestation regulations and its goal of achieving 100% deforestation-free supply chains by 2025. Honestly, I don't really understand how this all factors in, but nonetheless, <laughs> the program is an extension of its International Sustainability and Carbon Certification, ISCC, the pilot program delivered 2.4 million bushels in 2023, and it plans to expand, expand the program to more North American farmers this year. I don't know. I just have little images. I just have these images of little soybeans with RFID <laughs> tags or barcodes on them. But of course, that's not the case. Um, but I, I did know about a startup that was doing something similar with microbes, where they could trace where uh, food products and other um, even hard products came from in the sources of origins through um, microbiomes. So this isn't that, but I find the whole thing very interesting. Well, a fascinating chat today from cicadas to AI to tracing soybeans. Amy, great to catch up. Um, we'll see you next week. Sounds good, PK. Have a good one. Our U.S. correspondent, Amy Thaler, joining us out of Washington, D.C. here on Gold Sport.